Good evening. On behalf of Father Richard, the priests, deacons, sisters, and staff of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, we want to welcome you to the great feast of Christmas. And we've journeyed pretty far to get here. It's been a beautiful, challenging year, not just for myself, but I assume for all of us gathered here. And as far as we have traversed this year, of course, there's one who has traveled us even further into the night, who had to travel much, much farther, Jesus Christ. And that's always the good point, the good starting point for our celebration and worship, because, of course, in Christ's birth, we now have a great chance to truly live life, to live a life of purpose and meaning. But, of course, we all at the same time kind of have to recognize that this night, yes, we get to, in a sense, participate in a feast of the God. And in the process, we get to consume God. God consumes us as well. But still, this is the feast of God becoming man, not necessarily us becoming God just yet. It's a good reminder because literally God tonight steps into our time. He steps into our history. He steps into our place. He steps into our lives. In a sense, he transforms us this night. Not necessarily the other way around. We're not transforming God. The more we allow this kind of fact to take root in our hearts, then God has something very profound to say for us tonight and literally every day of our lives. That the great gift of our life, the great gifts God wants to bestow us in this Mass, are nothing. Nothing compared to the great life that awaits us in the years to come. Especially that life with him in heaven. That's the great gift that we all receive and participate in this night. And that's why we're here. Life for all of us is brief. Whether we're a few minutes of life, whether a hundred years of life, in the grand scope of the history of time, it's such a brief moment. So all of us gathered here, we have actually an obligation to use our time wisely and hopefully to find the things we love. The things we love to do, the things we love to be part of, and not simply live a life of rejection of life, rejection of things, rejection of everything. That's the great gift that's always presented to us every day of our lives. We have an opportunity this night to be part of something we love. Hopefully that's God and his church. But even if that's maybe not primary, hopefully we're here for love of our friends, our family, our community. And possibly even just for the cultural aspects and the traditions that is Christmas. If that's our starting point, well, that's something good. That's what God draws. He wants to take the good things of our lives and make them better. So if we're capable of receiving that love and recognizing that love has drawn us here in some way, shape, or form, that is a miracle. And that's a great thing to celebrate. We know this because when the great saints of the church once remarked about Jesus Christ that God himself makes him little. That Jesus has taken a body and has made him small. And in his goodness, he, in a sense, descends from glory. And as incomprehensible as God and his grandeur, so too is he in his littleness. And that's the beautiful insight. Sometimes we can be overwhelmed by God, by creation, by life itself, the vastness of everything. But oftentimes we should also be overwhelmed, overawed by his littleness, by his willingness to become small, to become part of reality itself. That's also why we're here. God truly does take flesh. It becomes one of us tonight. During the creed, we actually genuflect and kneel at that moment that God, the grandeur of all things, decides to become as small as any of us gathered here. In fact, even smaller. That's how much God is willing to be with us, all of us tonight. It's an amazing thing. We thank God for that. 
Likewise, I thank you, all of you for being here to be part of that, in a sense, to be caught up in the smallness, so to speak, to open yourself up to receive God's vigor, God's strength. That's one of the prayers we'll pray at the end of Mass, that we have the capability of receiving God himself, his vigor, his strength, the breath of God, so to speak. It's a profound thing. And hopefully, all of us here can, get, in a sense, jam as much of that into our lives as possible tonight, to literally cram it into every aspect of who we are, especially our hearts and souls. That's what we need, every single one of us, myself included. There's a, a martyred priest during uh, World War II, Father Alfred Delph. He once preached that Jesus is to be encountered on our streets, that in the darkest cellars, in the loneliest prisons of life, Jesus will meet us, and we will meet him. That's an amazing insight. He kind of remarked in his own prison cell awaiting death that all of us would be better able to cope with life if we're opening ourselves to what we receive this very night. Everything that goes into this Mass. We have everything we need right here, right now, being part of something we love. And that's something that is truly born new this night. It's also born in us as well. And hopefully we don't ever, ever lose that sense of belief. Don't ever get tired of believing the star that led the shepherds and the voices of angels singing Gloria. Yes, sometimes we believe even through tears, but that belief is so profound, so powerful, that even 2,000 years later, hopefully it's speaking to our hearts. The great God of all things has desired to make himself small, to fit more easily right in us and next to us and around us. That we're constantly surrounded by God and our friends, our family, everything that we say and do. It's an amazing gift that we get to participate and enjoy and share, hopefully, with others. Throughout the Advent season, in my preaching, my meetings with people, and the confessional as well, I've been trying, I've in a sense, been challenging not just them, but myself as well, all of us, in a sense, to look at a possibility of creating a spiritual goal for this coming year. We're all busy people, myself included. We have busy lives. Oftentimes I remark that we can kind of go through a week and not even get to that point of recognizing, hey, what did God want me to do this, do this week? That, I'll be honest, I, even I fall into that trap myself. But if Jesus is willing to reduce himself this night, to make himself, make himself small, to be literally a baby, and the fact that he's willing to do that every single day for the rest of existence, to become small on the altar, to become small so we can consume him and he consumes us, that's an amazing thing. So we have a great opportunity in this coming year, in a sense, to make ourselves a little smaller, at least with aspects of our time, and find different ways to, in a sense, be available and present ourselves to him, to find him in our lives. I kind of remark to people that sometimes that can even take the form of just simply starting the year off with a saint. I've kind of picked a saint for this year, and you can actually go to a website and assign you a saint. I don't recommend that because you can get some pretty obscure Catholic saints. It's like, who, who is that guy? St. Macarius, he's actually the saint I used for a part of this homily. Great guy, but maybe we can go a little deeper, too, with some other people. But regardless, if we start the year off with the saint, get a biography, get a prayer card, talk to him daily. It's amazing what God can do. Simply just making the resolution to come to Mass maybe five minutes earlier, or stay after Mass five minutes later, and just review your week with God, whether the upcoming week or the past week. Like I said, one of the things I'm always trying to be mindful of is looking at my calendar on Sunday or Monday and say, okay, God, what do you want me to do this week? Where are you calling me to go and work with your people? Or, as is often the case, learning from all those I get to serve here early in Mount Carmel. Or simply take more time giving thanks. It's not necessarily anything huge or out of the ordinary, but in a sense you're modeling the little act of Christ being born. 
just finding one small thing to do, that allows, in a sense, God to give us more vigor, more breath, and more strength. In a sense, through that process, too, hopefully you're going to find yourself in your calendar that you're doing more things for love, that we're doing things out of love, for love, and surrounding ourselves, our calendars, our work, or our school, even our leisure time, doing things that build us up, that we're not spending a life of just simply rejecting things or having to do things we totally hate, but instead, finding we're doing things we truly love and care for and doing things out of love. That's the great gift that God, in essence, presents to us tonight. So my brothers and sisters, once again, thank you for being here tonight. It's a great experience to be able to experience, in a sense, the great littleness of God, as I like to call it. And so whatever aspect of this Mass this night that kind of speaks to you, it's really a gift. The good news about this gift, too, is it's not just a gift for yourself. It's a gift for your family, for your friends, for your loved ones, those you work, play, go to school with. That the gift that God gives you isn't just meant for you alone. And every time you grow in your faith, or I grow, we're all growing as the body of Christ. And that's the amazing thing. Every little act we do for and out of love transforms your reality, but it doesn't just stop there because it's connected to God. That's the amazing thing of our faith. That's the amazing thing that still draws us here this night to celebrate together what God has done for us. Every single one of us benefits when we all grow a little closer to the loving and merciful God, the God, Jesus Christ, who gave up everything to be with us. That's our hope, and that's our faith. It's a profound thing to share it with you and pray with you, especially this night. So tonight, let's, to the best of our ability, receive Jesus Christ, whether it's physically, mentally, spiritually, whatever manner God can, in a sense, cram into your soul and mind, that's what we're striving for. And hopefully, as we continue to experience our loving and little God, so to speak, we too can, in a sense, take this great, great gift. We can allow it to consume who we are, and hopefully be able to share it with so many people in need, in our families, in our work, and those outside of here who need that light and need the littleness of God as they continue to live their lives of faith. With great heart, mind, and soul, then tonight, let's continue to worship Jesus Christ, to be transformed by him and his church, and to be able to truly, when we leave this Mass, to glorify the Lord by our own lives of faith. Amen.